Hey guys, welcome to episode 243 of the podcast. It is the first official boy of summer, although I would say uh, arguably Chona Ray is certainly official. Um, please pardon the very loud air conditioning in my trailer here uh, on set of Stand Against Evil. Um, I pre-recorded a few episodes uh, to make sure I at least had some stuff to put out while I am here in Atlanta, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I adore uh, John Heater, so I, I think uh, I think it's a good one, and I hope everyone's doing great. I, um, I'll get caught up on shoutouts when I get a chance. I just wanted to get this episode up and out to you, and I hope you're having a great summer. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Um, because I have partners and I know they don't want it and I know that it's fine, but there's some part of me left in my brain that's like, what if this is something that somewhere down the road, everyone will be mad at me that I didn't keep? Mm, And then, yeah. Yeah, I know. That is the thing because I... I feel like I've done this clean sweep whenever we move. And I try not to move a ton, but the last couple of years, there was like a couple, just two little short moves. That can really teach you what you don't need. Oh my gosh, it is. Because moving... Out moving into a new place, fun, I, and I enjoyed that part. I like going through everything, but at the last second, when you're like, "Wait, we have so much stuff, yeah, we have so much stuff," oh. and I swear we cleaned everything. I mean, after our last move, yeah, two years ago, I still feel like we have so much stuff. So yeah. now I have like a pile of papers, probably nowhere near as big as yours, yeah, where I have like it's a it's a chore for my kids. Like, all right, you guys want to shred paper? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've got like a paper shredder. Like you have child slaves, time, just, child labor. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. no. They, that's what child slaves are for. Is the opposite, where they have to tape all the papers. Oh, you're right. You're to try to bring back right. these documents. You're right. right? You're right. When I just watched have, Argo. Come on. That's right. That's right. You're gonna have to have them put their the, tiny no, eyes and tiny fingers. Just, yeah, yeah. That is fun. Um, but it is it is so liberating, and it's true. You finally. I mean, there are obviously items and objects that you are always going to want to hold on to. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this, this, and you're going to get to the end of my life where it's going to be one box. Yeah. I, and that's I'm why that too. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that's why there's that, not this, not a stigma, but the legend of grandma and grandpa's old boxes in the out. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of lots, it's always that one treasure yeah. chest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because I should it, start putting more fun stuff for children in it. Like yeah. I need some like, like old spectacles and like a map that might lead to something. All our lives lead down to one treasure box that's yeah. filled with the one or two things. Oh, I like the map idea. Oh my gosh. Like, I could really take that and run. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like there's stuff that you're sentimental about that other people would, would be like, mm, John, I don't know if you need to keep that. What if you, like what, anybody what if or like, people that should be like, sentimental. you know, you gotta, you gotta save all those things. Like, you know, you gotta save every issue of time magazine. I mean, you got it. And I, like, that's how I found out you were a hoarder. <laughs> like you were very aggressively like, you know what I'm talking about? You want to save every uh, box top that you possibly, yeah. every time you open a can, you got to save those lids. Oh <laughs> like, gosh. wait, uh Oh, I'm finding. Something now we're talking about, about the people who ask those questions. Those that's right. are the, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, no, no, uh, no. I save like in terms of career, any like, movie well i say you know most like cool little things i mean especially like oh and you can relate to this for sure like yeah any type of 
you know, action figure or t-shirt, especially with Napoleon, there was yeah. so many random yeah. things. And that was the like fun fan thing. art. And well, fan, not just and, yeah, fan but art, but like merch. official merchandise yeah, yeah. that so much went under the table. Like yeah. I didn't know about that. They had a Napoleon this and a Napoleon that. And they, they really had fun making all kinds of weird stuff. And that's cool. And that was the stuff I was like, if I can get my hands on one of those, I will. So I do have that. Um, but it's all in a box. Yeah. I'm not like I'm, I, I do not like po- putting up posters of my movies or me or pictures. Yeah. I had this picture that I did uh, for a photo shoot for um, Vanity Fair a number of years ago. And it was just a little silly thing. Um, it was kind of a comedic piece where it was just me, but in these kind of weird situations and for a while and they framed it. A lot of times when you do these, they things, send it to you like, you here you thing. go. Yeah. And you're like, what? I and I'm like, I'm not going to, fr- you know, hang a framed picture of myself in my room. Yeah. Which by but the my, way, many people would. Well, no, you're right. And yeah. there are and, and no slight against them. I don't know. It's just, it's just, that's me. And, and but my son, he really liked the picture that it was funny. So it's hanging in his room. See that, um, then you can pull that off. That's yeah. I, some of my stand against evil stuff. I feel the same way about. And, and that if you have someone in your life who's like, well, I happen to like it, then yeah. it can like live in a place and you don't feel, because I feel the same way. And I also feel like, I don't know if it's like, I don't think that anybody has ever been depicted in a film having pictures of themselves in their house that's like like public pictures. Not like a picture of you that your, you know, sweetie took or whatever. Yeah. But like when have we ever seen a good character whose home you go <laughs> into and there's like a Not huge so, picture of them? Yeah, it's yeah. always like some a-hole it's an who's just the worst person, or, super like yeah, obsessed clueless. with themselves and like Or it's someone at the beginning of a character arc who by yes, the end yes. will throw these that's pictures right. away. That's right? right, that's right. Um Yeah, you're right. I mean, and we see that a lot in like especially comedies where they have all the yeah, the pictures of themselves. But I mean, you know, I've, I have other actor friends I've been in their houses and they do, they put up and there's certain things. It's weird. I guess it depends on the project, depends on what it is. I have, I like the Napoleon stuff because I've always felt like I don't look like that guy. And, right, right. And it's so different. And and it was actually legitimately really cool stuff that they made. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if there's a cool and like movie stuff from the movie that not pictures of me, but like if it's props. Yeah. Or really cool memorabilia like that. I'll like, yeah, I'll put that up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that totally makes sense. That's something that there's some, it's weird. There is like a weird line that for some reason, some of us feel like yeah. we can't cross. I think part of it for me truly is I do have a little bit of guilt about doing this for a living. And I think that that's, I've talked about this recently on the podcast, but I, but not about the stuff thing, but about the sort of like having parents who are teachers and kind of feeling like <laughs> I should be doing something bigger and better, like on a one-to-one basis yeah. with young people. Yeah. Um, not that they ever, they, they, no, at no time were they ever like, I really wish you did yeah, something else. They love what that. I, yeah. you know, do. But, um, but I wonder, but I think that might be part of it too. Is like, I can imagine having like a bunch of kids art that from a class, that I taught or yeah, like a picture yeah, of me with yeah. like kids in school and being super proud of that but somehow me with even like the crew of a movie I would still be like yeah I get to make movies this is like I shouldn't put this on the wall that's like it's already so weird that I get to do this you know what I mean like yeah, there yeah. might be some sort yeah, of shame in there I don't know I, I feel better though I don't feel as bad about it but Napoleon, by the way, is also a totally other thing because that was such a phenomenon as a small yeah. thing yeah. that that exploded, and that's it's so special. Yeah, it is, you know? and you're right, and it's 
it is something that's like, this is, well, and that's what most people do. The things they're most proud of. And, yeah. and I'm very proud of that. And I've been very proud. I guess it's really the works that you're most proud of. You want to display as long as it's to a certain degree, it doesn't feel vain. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Right. And in the second, it feels like, ugh. yeah, like, okay, you know, <laughs> is your wife someone who would like, she but would call you on frame, that. Like, she, yeah, she would th- be, she would probably say like, yeah, I think we've crossed the line here. You think of that scene in the Incredibles where Mr. Incredible yes. has his office and he's framed all his yes. like publicity things ugh, and all his newsprint. Yeah. And that's a classic thing. And it doesn't make you dislike him because it's it's a nostalgia. He, right, right. Here's a guy who loved. But it is rather sad. It, I mean, you no, it you, is sad. You feel sorry for him. You're like, oh, those are scene. his golden years. Yeah. That sense of like, I You're need right. to preserve Maybe these memories. Because I don't put it up. <laughs> We're I afraid that means everything good's behind like, us. Look, everybody, look what I did one time. Uh-huh. And, um, but what what is what does help is I get so many people saying that. Why? Like, you got to save all that stuff. You got to do it. And I was like, well, yeah, I do. I mean, it's mostly in boxes yeah. and like all the, anything I did for magazines. At the time, it was the first time that I'd, sure. if it was a magazine article. And how old article, were you when Napoleon came out? You were so young. I was 25, yeah. I think. Yeah. So That sounds right. Because I feel like that's around the time. Because I saw it at the Aspen Comedy Festival before it got oh, really? like full, before, I think, I don't, I don't know if it was, was like there. right before that where it had just gotten picked up yeah, by MTV right. or something. No, right. It was like, it was oh, this is this while... little film that we almost didn't get to see that is That's now going right. to be like everyone's favorite movie. That's so funny. Because I, right I saw it before anyone saw it. And so I was yeah, one of those I remember going total, to that festival, like yeah, driving up there. I was such a jerk about it. I was like, uh, you guys, I really was that person. I was like, yeah, but I did see it like before anyone knew what it was. <laughs> That's cool because I had my vote, Pedro, vote for Pedro um, pin like way before no, anyone no, they gave him to us at the movie. That's the beauty is that everybody, th- everybody felt that way. <laughs> everybody, and I've met so many people, and I think that's what was magic about it. Yeah. Because people, it really did have a release in the theaters. Like, well, and you legitimately really did see it. I people, mean, I most, really If you saw it at Aspen, that was before it even you know, was officially, mm-hmm. I think, when was that? I remember feel. I remember what hearing... Month? I feel I remember it would have been in the winter, so in like well, I February guess it would have been or something. After it was picked up by Fox. I think Fox I heard. Right yeah, away. I think I remember here. Like I saw it, and the and the the discussion of it was, you know, everyone will be able to see this, but yeah. that would may not have necessarily have been the case because yeah. of the way it was made, and so it was it was definitely a feeling of like. I remember being relieved. I remember like, yeah. oh, I'm so glad people are going to see this movie. Oh, good. Because you do see some small movies where yeah. you're like, I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna, me and a handful of people have seen this and this won't get the attention it deserves. Yeah. Oh, no, you're totally curious. And that's absolutely how we felt because we were just like, well, this is great. And even when it got bought by Fox, yeah. we were like, well, who knows? I mean, Fox, it's Fox, but they may... I don't know. I just, I assumed at the time it would be in just a few theaters in LA and, and New York and, you know, and make a nice little run. And, and, and that was totally fine with me, but, and that's why it was so special because it did that. And it's slowing. That was released in June officially. Yeah. But then it wasn't, it didn't leave theaters really until like November. I mean, it was in for so long, but it was always in little select theaters, but it never, it would like while it'd be in this theater, it would never it wouldn't be in this state. Like it'd be in this state and then it wouldn't be in this state. Well that's fun. It's but like Christmas for a up, long time, like getting yeah. stretched your birthday gets like stretched each, out for a few each months. Area, each locale had yeah. its own moment where people were going just oh, like you and great. saying, you know what, I don't think the rest of the world yeah. knows about this. This is so everybody felt it was their own personal yeah. film. And I think that was 
like invaluable for yeah. us for the film even though yeah. I'm like to like you know everybody feels that yeah. connection and that's what I tell people when I meet uh I guess other subs and or other you know people in the business and I don't I normally don't freak out and I'm like trying to keep it cool uh-huh. but too. the people that I'm always like the most excited about is the ones you feel like this is mine yeah and, yeah and that's a really good maybe point. and either nobody else knows about it or they do but like no I'm the special family because yeah. I don't think a lot of people know what this is even though everybody probably right. does you know <laughs> Um, I mean, like I just, yeah. I mean, like when you discover something late and yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, have you guys seen this? It's like, uh, yeah, we saw it. Yeah, buddy, we ago. saw that. Yeah. Did you, and was that one that started, I seem to remember, because we have a friend in common, um, my friend Chris, uh, who I like kind of grew up with, yeah. um, that you went to college with. Did he, I, I vaguely remember like telling him like, oh, I saw this amazing movie and I think they're people that you know. And I felt like maybe he even said like, oh yeah, when it was like, it was, there was an idea for it that was a shorter film yeah. or something that he like helped out with or something. But I, I could be like totally messing up my memory worked, on that. If he did some kind of, like he wasn't there, but we did the short film first. Yeah. 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 We did the short film in 2001. Yeah. Um, and he was involved and we had like, three people shooting. And yeah. Yeah. We had like one, well, the Jared who wrote and directed it and shot it, uh, this is the short. And then we had one guy doing production design and one boom operator. And yeah. that was it, That's you know? Great. Um, and so we did, yeah, we did that in 2001 and that made a little bit of the, the college circuit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's really the only thing that helped us realize, okay, we've got a little, cool little world here Mm -hmm. people that was the first time i've tasted fame i suppose Mm -hmm. it's just random college kids i didn't know at the time i was a college student they were college students too but they'd be like i get calls on like my this is before i had a cell phone yeah yeah before anybody has yeah (laughs) and and like how did they get our number me and my roommates and they're like hey we want john to come over to their house and like watch this short with them yeah like uh so I mean, yeah, that was the beginning. And then we did the feature like two years later. Did you, were you making, again, just to draw the Chris connection, he was like way, like I was never, I was so happy that he asked me to do some of his like video stuff that he would do in high school because I just never, I just wasn't a self-starter that way. Like I did plays in, in high school, but I, I was not going out and making stuff on my own. Yeah. And I look back and I don't feel regretful about it, but I definitely am like, God, I just, I, I couldn't be more sure that I wasn't that person. And I look at someone <laughs> like Chris who absolutely was. And Chris. that was so fun for me to do this. Were you doing stuff like that when you were in high school or did that really kick in in at, at BYU? For no, you? I, I definitely did that in high school. I'm you like, did too. Well, it was high school when my twin brother and I, we got, you know, our dad's video, Sony, uh, sports cam. So uh-huh. it was, it was a, High eight. Oh no, I don't even think it was high. Oh, it might have been high eight. You remember? Because there was regular video eight and then right. high eight. Uh-huh. Like, Ooh. <laughs> All I know is there was this yellow sports cam because it was it could take a beating. You could drop yeah, it. Yeah. And this and you and we were like, that was perfect for us. Yeah. We would do all But when he got it, his intention was not necessarily. (laughs) I think, well, he must have been because we did, he loved videotaping all our scout activities. My dad was like ultimate scout Mm -hmm, master. mm -hmm. Every scout trip, he would take it with him and Mm -hmm. videotape. So yeah, that was, we loved making And where was this? Where'd you grow up? It was in Oregon. 
Okay. Yeah. We're in Oregon? Salem, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. up just an hour south of Portland. Um, and we would... See, that sounds like so much more fun for scouting stuff than oh, like in Tucson. I mean... I, <laughs> where, yeah. where it feels well, like a seasons. lot of this is about not getting bit by rattlesnakes and not dying from heat That's exhaustion. That's great for scouts. That's great <laughs> it's learning It's really more dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so we, we... In high school, we started making videos all the time for fun. And anytime we had a school project, mm-hmm. uh, English class, social studies, anytime we had a you project, get away we're like, with it. yes, well, let's make a video. And our teachers loved it. That's because, great. Because, you know, showed showed resourcefulness and we were like dedicated and we always got like A plus plus extra credit nice. whenever we made a video. And like all our friends and all everybody, everybody at school was like, okay, these are heater twins. We weren't like, you know, Everybody who knew who we were. It's not that we were, that didn't make us popular. Like when you think popular, you, don't think, you think that's kind of true of twins a lot of the time too. It's so. like sometimes they're really popular, well, it depends but on also who, it could just what be, their yeah. relationship. Right. We were very, very identical and not yeah. just our looks, but our same interests, same uh, talents, sports. We just did everything together. Yeah. And because of that, we had that, like everybody was like, yeah, those are the heater twins. They kind of stick to their s- themselves. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of felt like we were never bullied. We never picked on nobody like made fun of us. But at the same time, they're like, well, they don't think of us when they're inviting friends to parties. <laughs> and stuff. So we and they've got never, each other. They're we were fine. Just always floating in the middle. And we had a couple, not yeah. like of our friends. We had a small core group uh, of a couple guy friends that would make videos with us. They yeah. were like kind of part of that. It wasn't until senior year of high school that we actually branched out and we made really good friends with a big group of girls. Mm-hmm. It was all these girls mm. and we just became like just besties. I mean, yeah. we were almost inseparable. And I think it was for us, oh my gosh, we are branching out. We're meeting girls uh-huh. <laughs> um, and they're all girls. Yeah. And, and so I remember, and I think there was just a hunger just, but I remember, I remember so well at the beginning, I like we're segueing into other like topics. I'm, but, I'm so seamless. Oh no. my gosh, was that you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh my god, you're so good. <laughs> but um, and then I'll go off topic like 80 <laughs> times, and the whole thing will just be a train wreck. But I remember at the be. Oh man, if she's listening to this podcast, I'll get to that. So um, at the beginning of senior year, and it's kind of started because we were asked by a good friend of mine who I knew since, you know, through elementary school and yeah. I was newer and we were friends and kind of friendish. Like we just knew, but we didn't hang out with anybody until like they, we were on the swim team together mm-hmm. and they asked her and a friend asked me and my brother, uh, to the winter formal. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, okay, okay. And it was from there that we were basically kind of like, oh, let's start hanging out. And it was them and all, and their friends that they had been hanging out all through high school. Yeah. And we were just like now the two guys and maybe a couple of our other friends who were friends. And I, and I remember at the beginning of senior year, I was like, okay, I see what's going on. We are hanging out with these girls where we're good friends. I have never kissed anyone. Yeah. I have never had a girlfriend. Well, yeah. not like, you know, like a grown up girlfriend. I right. mean, I had like girlfriends in, you know, sixth grade and yeah. where you're like, whatever we're going together yeah and that means we you're going out might that's, look, that's always like yeah. we're going out but you know your friend is asking for you yeah and you're and probably you not actually going out anywhere two channels <laughs> yeah yeah it's everything's uh, planned through yeah. like you have like it's almost works like you almost have a publicist you have your yeah. one best friend <laughs> who's like okay you're checking it's, it's so like your personal true. assistant because yeah. they're doing all the communication yeah. all right hey 
he's going to hold hands with you yeah. at the Skate Palace <laughs> at three o'clock. Are you ready for that? God, that okay. fluttery feeling of oh, like, but just I loved some, it. yeah, yeah. I, lo- I remember, I still remember Valentine's Day so well because it was the first time. This is sixth grade. When it was right after we, I said yes to going out with her. Uh-huh. I don't even remember who asked. Who. I think, I don't remember. Your gut instinct was you said yes. So maybe she asked you out. Well, this was the, this is sixth grade one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I remember, yeah, uh, um, Valentine's Day where she made me this, it did, didn't matter. I just, she got like, me like a box of chocolates and like did a little, decorated this nice little thing and i remember those films it's weird because it's it wasn't love yeah but it was the first time as a child experiencing like like an attraction a receiving of your attraction from the opposite sex i guess it was but i and i remember it was a high I love. Yeah, it. right. It really was. It really was, and yeah. even though we said all of probably three words are <laughs> to each other, yeah, like in person, it was. I remember those so well. Yeah, those moments. And, and then it, you had a draw. And then you moments. had a real dry spell. Oh, a very long dry spell. <laughs> well, once I hit puberty, and then I realized, okay, this is legit. And it was like, I mean, I always had like friends who were kind of, you know, who were girls, not kind of girls, who were girls. And, <laughs> and like we would, I could talk to them, yeah. but I didn't hang out and whatever. Is it, but is part, and like, I'm sorry to, the, I'm sorry that I'm contributing to the world's fascination with twins. As an only child, I feel I have the right to because I'm as far away from a twin as you can yeah, get. Yeah. With zero siblings. But um, is that a part of it? I mean, I remember, like, I remember going to school with the, well, I didn't, I rode the bus with these two girls who actually went to a different school, but they were twins and, um, people did just sort of lump them in as if they were the same person. Yeah. And I remember feeling like I had identity crises, uh, at various phases in my adolescence. And like, I had a girlfriend at one point who I, we didn't like, we felt so similar and that was so fun for a while. And then all of a sudden I had this like crisis of like, and I have to be, I know, wait, I don't want to be just like someone else. Mm. Like I felt like I needed to sort of step away from that and be like, well, I don't want people to be like, might as well have been her that I was talking to. Did you ever have that feeling or is it like, it's so more, it's more built in in a different way. I think it's more built in from the get go. I can't, yeah, I can't like put myself in that position. You're sharing the womb with them. Yeah. And I think it really is instilled. And when I became old enough to realize, you know, high school where you're like, okay, this is where high school really is when as a child, you have to kind of create those social skills, right. learn how to have friends and learn how to navigate clicks and, and all kinds of things. And, and so I guess I became more aware of that, but I just, I was doing fine. Yeah. I mean, besides yeah. really wanting to kiss a girl, uh-huh. and have a girlfriend, <laughs> I was fine because again, we loved doing everything the same. So it really was just, that's how I say it. But I totally, to what you're saying, it is a weird thing when you, you feel unique as a twin, which is the opposite of how you should feel because you actually have a double. Right. Who's just like you. So there's no that's uniqueness true. That's there. Really and yet true. being the twin is, is very unique. Very unique. That's and true. so I felt we just shared that. Yeah. That's a uniqueness. He's still Dan. I'm still John. Right. We're still... Uh, you know, feel very different. Yeah. Um, and it was never, we never had the like, I love you, bro. Uh, <laughs> right. um, kind of, uh, relationships. And did you have, did you have ways of distinguishing? I feel like, like the scholars, for example, like Jason always wears glasses. <laughs> oh, did, oh, distinguish ourselves. Yeah. By high school. You look different enough. Anyway. We were still very much like 
I think beginning of high school to about like, you know, junior sophomore year, we were still just wearing whatever my mom bought us. Mm-hmm. And she was always biased, like pretty much the same clothes, just different colors. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, whatever, who mm-hmm. cares? Yeah. It wasn't until probably like junior year that we just started going to Value Village and all those thrift stores and just sure. buying shirts. So we dressed different i mean we had the same style uh-huh. if you call it a style <laughs> but no we didn't try to differentiate we didn't really try to do that i remember senior year banquet mm-hmm. the senior banquet where they present all the awards most most likely to uh-huh. succeed, most likely to, most inseparable couple we won <laughs> and we were like and we thought for sure it was our friend and his girlfriend yeah they, they were crazy and we were like what so we we're like we split off when we walked up to the podium yeah, to, uh, the to show everyone path, kind of as a joke, but like, whatever you guys is gross. I'm not holding his hand up there. Um, no, it was, you know, it probably could have bothered us more, but like the not being invited to parties, we never went to like the homecoming games every, maybe we went to one or two football games, but we just weren't part of that scene. Yeah. We were never really, Inviting, we never cared. You know, we yeah. didn't grow up in sports. And did you have? Just, do you have other siblings? I have. Yeah, I have like four other brothers. And you are where do you guys fall in the age? Oh, range? we're right in the middle. Okay. My my twin and I are right in the middle. We have two younger brothers, and then we have an older brother and an older sister. Okay. And we, um, yeah, we just we stuck to ourselves, and we we made videos. We liked creative. Stuff. We were really big into art and drawing and just nerd stuff. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> And, I did mean, you guys really, were you guys really you said scout so was there also because if there's an outdoor if you're, if, because thing. if you're lds you also have like a tremendous amount of social stuff that kind of gets thrust upon you not in yeah. a bad way yeah with the whole family yeah you know just having that stuff and yeah that's a whole well, often sure. a whole different community of well people yeah and you have the stuff. i mean the church is a huge part of your life and incorporated into that is the scouts thing now by i mean i got my eagle when i was 13 or 14 years old. So it's about like early high school because they know, they say you got to get your boys to get Eagles before them because once you pass 14, it's real hard. They become more self, you know, yeah. socially self-conscious yeah, about yeah. like, oh, this is nerdy. I'm not wearing scout yeah. shirts anymore. <laughs> I can't be in a club for boys. And yeah. yet, because it was in our blood, I we got our Eagles, but we still want on all the campouts. Because me and my brother and our other friends were in this, yes, we felt like just raggedy dudes who right. like had fun and messed yeah. around. And and to us, that was the ultimate adventure. We had found other friends who liked to make videos with us, but we'd take these cameras out into the mountains and make videos. And yeah, we'd make great. all, so I don't regret any of it. Yeah. I love the idea too of like finding out so early that the thing that you love doing, which was making videos yeah. actually served you well for things like school. Yeah. Like that is kind of a really early lesson of, Oh, wait a minute. This is not like this fun thing that we like to do actually also contributes to our, our school. Like people appreciate oh gosh, it and yeah. appreciate because so often, you know, especially creative kids, like depending on, I mean, that's just one of those things where you could sort of see it going the other way, right? Where uh-huh. you love making movies and, you know, school is sort of like becomes a chore you or waste, something. Yeah, or, you yeah just, and people you are spend like, all your time stop making that. those stupid movies and yeah. turn your paper in. Like, it's cool that you had that encouragement. Um, oh, for sure. That early of like, well, yeah, I just keep saw making the, them. I think because before we really got into that, we were always pretty good students and we just came from like, school's important. Let's, yeah. you know, do our studies. And when I saw we could use that as an opportunity to like, yeah. 
Cause I, I did better when I had a subject to like tackle. All right, here's your book report on white thing. Right. Oh my gosh, we could totally make a video on that. <laughs> we have a, a Siberian Husky as our dog. So uh, let's do that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it really wasn't until senior year when we became friends with all these girls yeah. that we actually got a bad case of senioritis and we, we did pretty bad at school. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was weird. It was the first time. And I, I look back, like, I wish I'd studied more, but I was just like hungry for sure. these social interactions. Sure, sure. Um, but as, going back to what I had said, I, when I started hanging out with these girls right at the beginning of that school year, of senior year, I was like, okay, I made a goal. I was like, I've got to make one of these girls. Like, uh-huh. like I got to like <laughs> go look out. Look at them, look at them. There's so many. Come on, look well, at there's them. There's so many and we're like, and they're like having fun with us. Yeah. And we're, I'm enjoying them. Like there's got, you know, like, right. We, I got to make this happen because <laughs> this is sad. And I really, and also, you know, and it's not just you're doing it because, the image I really wanted to have a sure, girlfriend. Fair. And uh and by the end of senior year, it's uh one of them was my girlfriend. Not to make it sound like this was only my choice. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I worked hard. Well, I worked hard in my own way. What was your own way? Oh man, uh very slowly. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I probably could seal the deal way earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't, I mean, the same girl who had asked me to the winter formal, and that, you know, that's end of November, beginning of December. I mean, we, I asked her out again and we, and we'd been hanging out all year, but it wasn't until soon after prom, which is what late towards the end of the May, April or May towards the end of the school year. That was still like, Oh, we're hanging out. And I know she could tell. (laughs) And she knew like, everybody kind of knew that we were like, kind of like, something yeah but it wasn't i mean it wasn't even until officially after school it ended mm-hmm. so it wasn't even prom night or mm-hmm. anything like but it wasn't until after school ended when i finally you know made the move i make it sound like but it was like that was when my first kiss uh-huh. mm-hmm. was soon after soon after school officially ended uh-huh. oh, i think i've held that piece of info back for so long i just tell people it's senior year but it wasn't even after all right this uh, i love breaking news oh, man. Love a little hot goss on but the, like uh, it podcast. was like a floodgate and it was just yeah. like we were like oh yeah this is awesome and yeah. uh no it was great and uh and we still remain great friends i think that's i i that's and so in that in that time that there was this sort of like budding, like she was sort of the closest thing you had to a girlfriend before she was even your girlfriend mm-hmm. was, and you guys, obviously you didn't, but like she also wasn't, it's not like she was like, and then she, for a while she was dating this one guy while she and I were still no, friends. No, no. I think she was into the idea yeah. too. Um, and I, you know, I've never really sat down and talked with her since like, were you ever bothered by how slow I think that was just obvious, like how slow I was going, mm-hmm. taking because I was, I just, I didn't know what to do, and I think part of that, and I think about it all the time when I see, you know, having been, uh, well, my kids are much too young for that yet, but having been a scoutmaster myself and having dealt with a lot of youth and seeing the age and even the awkward ones, the or my na- nephews, nieces, they all end up, you know getting girlfriends and boyfriends like much earlier and doing this stuff. I was like, but they seem just as awkward. How do they have the, con- it's like a yeah. confidence thing. And I think a huge part of that was having a twin. Yeah. We felt awkward. That was one of the taboo subjects. I felt like we couldn't 
talk about we didn't want to we right. never talked to girls with each other interesting interesting i think partly out of fear that maybe we like the same girl i was gonna ask you that and For then i sure. specifically stopped myself i was like ugh, that's such a twin question what well, is no but it is but it's a weird thing because you kind yeah. of you we were i think afraid of feeling that jealousy so we just never broached the subject yes even though that's it was so, so obvious when we were like you know flirting with the same girl <laughs> and it's just like oh really what's happening Yes. Well, why wouldn't it? I mean, if you sort of are, your lives are shaped similarly and you like the same kind of stuff, like what, unless one person decides early on, like I'm only going to like girls who ride motorcycles. Like I think at that point, our, the common interest was I'm going to like girls who show any amount of interest. Uh (laughs) That's who I'm going to like. Um, and so, yeah, we just, we never really talked in anything because that be making it a taboo thing. We didn't have friends who would I go like share my secrets with talking yeah. about my crushes. And I think that's a big part of like pushing away mm-hmm. those, that confidence mm-hmm. and or subduing it. I yeah. suppose there could have been some confidence there. I think about my, I think about my son who he's an awkward kid, but I mean, he's only seven years old, so mm-hmm. whatever, but I think he's probably going to kiss a girl. Mm-hmm. I hope so, but he probably <laughs> will much earlier than I ever did. Right. Cause they just have that. I think when you're alone, it sounds weird. To, I see everybody else as lone dogs because mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. a twin. Totally. But not in a bad way. It's, yeah. it's, it's There's probably a confidence it brings there. There's, um, I don't know. But again, I, I don't regret it, you know, because it's just how it was. I mean, I, yeah. we talk about all the time how much I wish we had twins now because as children, as toddlers, mm-hmm. as babies, mm-hmm. my mom always talks about how we were the easiest to take mm-hmm. care of. Mm-hmm. For sure, when we were newborns, it sucked. Uh-huh. But <laughs> sure because, you know, whatever. Yeah, certainly Taking you care hear of that about Two twins. crying babies. Yeah. But once we're old enough to like kind of, you know, to each other, she said we had our own language. And that's you great. always have a playmate. And that's the biggest thing, having kids. I'm always like, I love when my kids have friends over. I love taking care of other people's kids. Like, have them come over and come on this trip with us or do this because when they play with someone else, they have the time of their lives. Yeah. Otherwise they're at home going, dad, I'm bored. And I'm like, give me my shirt. <laughs> you say you're bored one more time. There's nothing to be bored about. Right, my, right. And I always go back to my, my brother and I, we'd oh, always come up with no. the craziest things. We'd go out. Yeah. It's because we always had a playmate. Yeah. And we, yeah. And, and therefore mm. my childhood, as long as I remember, even into high school, where, like I said, we were kind of more aware that it's kind of awkward. But even up to that, I have such a glowing memory mm-hmm. of my childhood. You also, I would say you have a glowing memory and you also have a better memory because you have somebody that you can yeah, reminisce with. I think that's, that's. I was thinking about that the other day because I, I was telling the story of how I ran into... It was an extremely random situation where you are like, was that supposed to happen? If so, that seems like a very unimportant thing for God or the universe to have in mind for me. But I ended up, one of my very first jobs here, I ended up running into uh, a kid that I had a huge crush on when I was in first and second grade. And then his family moved away. And, um, Weird. and I, it, I, I mean, it was second grade. That's first really and second grade only. And the only reason that it really resonates for me and that I remember it so well is 
I have a friend that I was, I went through, you know, I went to so many different magnet schools that I only have one friend that I went to every single school oh, with okay. and he and I have remained friends. And so we keep a lot of those memories alive and joke about them. And he was the best friend of this kid that I loved. And, uh, and I was working on Catwoman was like, I think I hadn't even moved down here before. Uh, uh, I got that job and it was kind of a horrible experience. And, um, but the, on the, the on Halle a very Berry long Catwoman? yes oh on this very long very painful night of like being in a hot warehouse where they're pumping fake smoke in and Ugh. it's just awful yeah. and you sort of have that moment of like is this what I signed up for <laughs> this is not glamorous um some random dude uh, they had like there was no place to put anyone so everyone was sort of like all the extras all the actors everyone was just kind of sitting together in this hot other areas they set up a shot or whatever this guy randomly is talking to me his he's there with his girlfriend she wanted to be an extra he has no interest in any of that but she was like please why don't you do this with me this one time this is one time he does it (laughs) randomly we end up sitting near each other randomly arizona comes up he one of the two of us says it and uh, and as we start narrowing it down, like you, of course you, you know, if some, you met someone from Salem, you go, Oh, yeah, Salem, yeah. where'd you go to school? You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, he, and he was like, Oh, well, like I, I was born in two. It's like, Oh, we're both born in two. I was born in two. but my family moved away. I barely have any memories of it at all. And I was like, what? And I said, like, Oh, what really do you remember? Like what grade school did you go to? And I don't think he even remembered because it wasn't until I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. What's your name? And he goes, Duncan. And I go, Duncan, what? And he oh. goes, Duncan Campbell. And I must've scared the hell out of him. I was like, do you see this scar on my chin? And I lift up my shoulder, I show him the scar. I said, I have this scar from chasing you and trying to kiss you in first grade. And I tripped and fell and slid across the concrete at Drachman Elementary School. My dad had to pick me up and take me to the emergency room. So I have this very specific memory. He doesn't remember. He has no memory of it whatsoever. That's crazy. Yeah. And but I was like, I, I was like, I can't believe that I'm, I like, he did nothing about him looked familiar. Nothing. I mean, it's first, you second would have grade. Never, never it was in a just million years. Weird. And that right, was like grade. bananas. Was he like kind of creepy or was just like laugh? He, was, thought, he was, have a good sense of he humor. Was, like, oh. He was really, he definitely thought it was as crazy. He was as pleasantly like surprised and thought it was as crazy as I did. But initially when I was like, I know exactly who oh, you I'm are. Sure I think he was like, freaked. what is going on right now? Because he doesn't really have those memories. Yeah. You know, he just doesn't have anyone. He yeah, moved away hard. as no one to remember those things with. And so for yeah. you two to kind of be bouncing those memories off each other yeah. all the way up through your adulthood, I bet you that if you were like in a trivia contest <laughs> of just like somebody had random factoids from yeah. you know, 10 different people's childhoods and you two were there, there, yeah. I bet you you'd win because you have more of a. Uh, I think there's more it's of a so design funny. there of, of retention. It feels like because <clears throat> that's how it is with me and my brothers. When we ever we it was my sister's the oldest, and then there's the five of us, and in between, yeah, we have the, the there's the twins, but still we were all pretty close. Mm-hmm. Close in that we have all these memories, and whenever we get together for family reunions or just hanging out. It's always coming up and any family will, you know, will do this, but it's just challenging each other's memories. We're always like, dude, do you remember this? And like, and it is like, and the heart, it's, it becomes heated because we all have very particular memories and very set, but sometimes they conflict, you know, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And be like, no, 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 that's, that's a real this, sociological yeah. experiment right it's there. A it's a really, fascinating. and it's crazy how 
my young, like my younger brother, he'll remember things. I'm like, wait, how did I? And I, I get upset when I forget something. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember. I know that. it's uncomfortable when yeah. someone's like, like, you don't remember. I that? remembered everything. It's like, yeah. I knew this and that, but I don't remember doing that. But we're always retelling the stories that we're trying to keep those memories alive. Yeah. And, uh, it's so funny. Yeah. Did you guys, um, did, were you like huge like movie nerds or like SNL kit? Like, did you have the, did you have your sort of stuff with Dan that was like, we got to do like, we're always going to do this in the sort of entertainment world, like books that you were like, oh, we, oh my God, we got so into such and such books. And then we oh, went yeah. all the way through those. And oh, then for da, da, da. sure. We were, no, yeah, we were total kids of the eighties and everything about it. We, and we were all, all the brothers. I mean, we were into movies and video games and we shared so many things together. I mean, all our memories of crowding around the Nintendo and then the super Nintendo when uh-huh. it came out. And computer games, and we like crowding around and watching one person play. And, <laughs> but for sure, we were all like, we uh, man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was huge in our house. Uh, we all have, and because we're all little different generations, is the twin and I were kind of, you know, we were the same, but then we had younger brothers who viewed the turtle toys as like toy toys uh-huh. that you play with. We viewed it as our action figures that we'd use in our stop motion animation. Uh-huh. Mansions. And then my older brother would ah. view it as collectibles. You yeah. put it on your shelf and nobody touches it. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so funny. We loved all these things together, but we all had a little bit of a different view and feeling associated with those things. But we all latched on to like the same stuff. Yeah. There was a few little differences. Um but yeah, we uh man. And music. what about music? Did you guys were you big music? Music wasn't until my my brother and I went through a music um, thing in early high school. We mm-hmm. never were really into music until my older brother gave us his Led Zeppelin tapes. That's the uh, that's a classic in middle story. school. Yeah, it is so story. weird because we we're still like probably twenty years, uh, fifteen years, not too late, but right. Led yeah, Zeppelin, like of all new, the bands, it was band a, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's not a random band. It's Led Zeppelin, uh-huh. and still to this day, they remain my favorite band. And nice. I'm always challenging myself: Is it because they were the first one? Yeah. Of course, you want to say that, but I'm like, no, they truly are the best. Yeah, God, you know, and I really don't have Led Zeppelin was like just one of those bands that I never, they never really made it all the way through into my world. Yeah. Like I had plenty of friends who love Led Zeppelin. It's not like I, I mean, but could I even name you? <laughs> more than I feel like it's more all it's know. all it's all like atmospheric though you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. that's well, where I could be like okay I, I know like I remember the name of this album never owned it like wouldn't you know yeah um, but also have a tremendous amount of respect for them have there's no part of me that's like ugh, Led yeah. Zeppelin well, it's just like it's when you know when those things belong to someone else and yes, you yes. don't know why yeah. but you're just like oh that's that's yeah. this person like well, oh that's my whole, friend who loves them the whole 90s was when we like I said we were introduced to this that was the first tapes we had. And so we would listen to that every night and I became obsessed with it. And then pretty much from that on out through high school, my brother and I, my twin and I, we, we all shared music a little bit separately. I mean, yeah. my, basically my older brother was the first one to own CDs yeah. and tapes. And we would just get little bits and pieces of his, but we were just obsessed with classic rock, basically 60s, 70s rock. We go to the local used uh, record store and we just look for tapes actually I guess yeah it was 90s so CDs yeah right when we got CD players and we started getting building our collection of classic rock and we skipped all 90s anything that was current uh-huh. we had a few like Pearl Jam and Stone yeah Temple everybody Pilots ends up with everybody a couple has of those. Nirvana like, yeah 
of course there was a couple of those staples, but for the main part, yeah. so many, th- when I talk to people about like Alanis Morissette or ever, ever clear, right. uh, some of those other big nineties bands, yeah. pop bands. I'm yeah. just like, it's kind of over my head. It's like, yeah. I, the sounds sound nineties, but I was, I was never into it. Yeah. I kind of missed all that. And we were just knee deep in classic rock. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of our thing. And I'm sure my brothers got a little bit into it when they got some of our CDs, but we carried those yeah. around. And, and when you were making videos and stuff, were you projecting ahead to like, we want to do this or was it we, still more of just a fun thing? to do? No, I mean in high school, I think for sure early high school when we started making videos just as brothers. I mean, we saw my older brother. We were all really into that. The creatives thing. Mm-hmm. My brother and I, my twin and I were very like, we were artists and we were good at drawing. Yeah. Like legitimately pretty good. And my older brother was like the star actor in high school. So he was already into that creative business. We always did the children's educational theater, uh-huh. the local theater scene yeah so we all did that and my younger brother really liked uh drawing too um but and we started making little you know just silly videos and we would put on puppet shows for my parents when we were younger and then it wasn't until high school when we started making videos really i think it was sophomore year my parents got my brother and i for christmas a sound mixer Mm -hmm. from costco so it wasn't like you know, right. industrial grade. Here's your studio. But it blew our minds because yeah. it had the three tracks. You had, uh, you can mix the audio from the source, you know, the VHS tape basically, yeah. or any source that was there. Yeah. You can mix a microphone track with the sound effects that came on the oh sound boy. mixer. You just push a button and yeah. you get like a car smashing. Yeah, that is mind blowing. And then you have a music track. Yeah. So you can put any music in it. It was incredible. That's yeah. once we had that, we just, you know, recorded VHS to VHS, editing all these. We did voiceovers on everything. I mean, we that is so music. awesome. It was. And once we started doing that, yeah, I think we knew. We we took like video production classes in high school. And we were like, yeah, I want to, for sure, once I leave college or once I leave high school. Yeah. I want to get into studying film. I yeah. want to make movies. And I and I acted. I do. I just did the air quotes. Yeah. Um, in for sure in our videos i mean who else are you gonna get (laughs) you act in your own videos and i liked it we liked goofing around yeah um and at the time i remember thinking well yeah maybe acting just i just want to get out there and you know make these things Mm -hmm. um so yeah it really was in high school when we realized that's what and so that's like and so and then obviously byu has a really great film program Mm -hmm. which is i mean is that was that a conversation what am i trying to ask uh was that a, is that a happy accident? Was it like, oh, everybody went to BYU, so thank goodness they had a great film program, or this helped serve both it things? Is kind of, you're right. Or, it is almost like a happy, happy yeah. accident. I mean, I knew, I guess I just assumed most colleges had a, I mean, they all have programs. It's not a film school. Right. But we, my brother had gone and my dad went there. So yeah, for sure. I mean, so often, you're like, yes, I hear good stuff this is supposed to be a good college. I really want to make it in. And we knew they had a film program. So we were like, if we can get in the film program and do that, that'll be groovy. And, but the happy accident ended up being as, you know, after we got in there and we got in the film program, it was right when they were opening up the animation department. Nice. And that's when my, you know, our guidance or 
or uh, career, what not, not the career advisor, your Like peer, a guidance counselor, I guess? Yeah, I, I guess it? a yeah. guidance counselor. Someone who's trying to help you figure out what yeah, your majors yeah. are and yeah. what to do. And, and she's like, well, you guys like film and you guys really like to draw. Why don't you guys try out these new animation classes? And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And so then after majoring in film for a few years, then we both got into the computer program. Oh, wow. That's great. Uh, or the, the animation program. Yeah. And we both ended up graduating in animation. And I didn't I know that. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Loved it. Loved it. That's and really interesting. It's kind of one of those things where now it's like, I feel like, well, if I want to get back into it, yeah. it's going to take some work. But I mean, I would love to. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. God, that's great. We'll, we'll have to come up with some show idea to force Let's Nickelodeon to let us make. Let's do it. Um, and did you guys serve missions? Yeah. Yeah. And so how is that? Because I, you're the first, I think you're the first person I've had who served a mission, which is such, it's so fascinating to people outside the church, this yeah. idea of putting essentially everything on hold yeah. at that really critical time yeah. where you're like, yes, I feel like I have a trajectory. I'm in school. I'm enjoying it. You know, there are definitely kids who are like, I'm aimless, so I'm really glad. <laughs> you know, in, in, in retrospect, right. they're you probably get, like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you get I went when kinds. I did. But to I feel mean, like that, and then to just go, and then did you guys go to separate places, and how we was did. that? So, I mean, in our family, we already had, my dad went on one, my older brother went on one, my older sister went on one. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, in many families, it's like, well, that's what you do. Right. Okay. But certainly, I remember as even growing up, I was like, well... Yeah, you know, it would be awesome. And as you get closer and closer and older, you're, that fear is starting to settle. Sure, And gosh. yet, at the same time, the excitement. I was like, no, I know I want to go. Yeah. Um, so we went to a year of BYU first, and then we put in our uh, put in our papers, mm-hmm. put in our, we applied. Mm-hmm. You put in, send in your applications, and you wait. And then we both got called to Japan, but different missions. So I was wow. in Tokyo, and he was in Nagoya. Uh, which is crazy. Again, kind of a crazy twin thing. Yeah. It's like, because we actually both studied Japanese in high school. Okay, well, that helps. Uh, and that does help. I mean, it doesn't always. My brother, my younger brother, was almost fluent in German, studied German all throughout high school, and went to Korea on his mission. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so that happens. Um, but I think they're like, no, J- Japanese is pretty hard. So yeah. if you have... <laughs> Any experience yeah. go. No kidding. Yeah. I wish I spoke Japanese. Gosh. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. And so we and knew. Tokyo. Boy, that is not oh, going to Arkansas, though. Have you ever been? You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been to Tokyo. Oh, but like, best. I'm trying to imagine <laughs> being a 19 year old LDS missionary yeah. being dropped into Tokyo and being yeah. like, all right, all right, let's do this. This I, is intense. The only thing that I was like worried about. Was but they the are tw- such gracious, great people. So that in oh, that yeah, way, yeah. it's probably no. I was I was so excited about yeah. Japan when yeah. I got the call. I was over the moon. I, yeah. I could not. I was I couldn't contain my excitement. I was like, this is perfect. I, I remember before the call, I was like, okay, I actually weirdly enough want to go to a third world country. Mm-hmm. My my dad went uh, served in uh, Argentina. Mm-hmm. My brother was in El Salvador. Mm-hmm. My sister was in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, not third country, but. They still all went like Spanish speaking yeah. and they all had great stories of just poor quality situations. Yeah. My brother almost got sent home from dying because he had some great stomach. Stories. Yeah, well, every, I can't tell you how. I mean, everybody, <laughs> any missionary you talk to has their amazing uh, stories, especially right. those who go to countries in less stable situations yeah. because 
I remember when he first got out there, he got the stomach virus and he was on his deathbed for like a couple weeks and you know, he got better. Uh, but my dad has so many great stories of just like, uh, I needed to find a bathroom right away because you get Montezuma's revenge. You got all the, all these things. And I remember for a brief time, I was like, I want that. (laughs) I want to go feel what it's like to be close to dying. I wanted that like humility experience. I don't know what I was thinking. So I wasn't upset. A good substitute was Japan. I was like, sweet. Right. Okay, it's not going to be like rough in it, right? But it's going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, and it was. That said, Japan has moments where yeah. it's roughing it, right? Because it's while they are excel in certain areas, you know, there's other. Well, I, I guess anywhere you go, yeah, that's what one thing I learned. It doesn't matter. I lived in a nice house growing up with parents who you know were stable and right. stuff. But as a missionary, you can't afford great. So we lived in apartments that had cockroaches I'd seen for the first time in my life. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and there was, you know, elements of like, you know, living on your own, not knowing how to take care of yourself a little bit. Sure. And you have to figure it all out. But again, going back to the twin thing, I was just like, Oh, this, is this going to be weird? I wasn't worried, but I was like, this will be the first time yeah. we're ever separate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a problem. I mean, it wasn't even, it was, it was just not like, even an issue. Like yeah. I just, when we separated, I think it helped that knowing he was in Japan, mm-hmm. not that I like, Oh, I got uh-huh. <laughs> We have a 50 yeah. mile no. rule. Yeah. We, yeah. it was like, Dan, look out uh-huh. your window. <laughs> Southwest. Know that I'm looking in your direction. Uh, can you feel my breath? Can you feel my love? I'm going to kiss this letter and yeah. send it to you. Um, no, it was never like that. We were just like, but it was cool knowing that we'll get back and we can both speak the language. Sure, sure. Share all these stories. And it was Have no you been sweat. back since? Oh, uh, we we went back about 10 years ago. Yeah. So it's been a while. Uh, and we're, you know, yeah, we went back for like a week. Do you feel like you have, a... you've retained the Japanese mostly? Ooh, it's <laughs> getting a, it's getting a little choppy. I can't imagine. But it's, just it's not still to have the there. opportunity. Yeah. Just it's, a, it's that's a brain. That's brain. a part of your brain. Yeah. That's just like, oh, yeah. you just unlock it. But it's crazy like, when we're talking, because the problem is we never practice it to each other. Sure. English is so much easier. Yeah. Uh, but when I, you know, get around a Japanese person, they yeah. start talking about, I'm like, oh, oh, you couldn't eat, you couldn't eat, like slow down, slow yeah. down. Okay. Uh, uh, I can't really, I got to remember and recall these words. Wait, what's this again? What's this again? Um, but I'm sure my cousin just ended up, he served in Japan. Then he ended up marrying a Japanese woman. So he had, so now he has this like amazing connection there and to the language and all that. So that's awesome. Yeah. I guess you can live with that regret. That is the one thing. You're it's stuck like those with your guys wonderful who wife. like get the Japanese wives. It's like, yeah. I mean, you hope, but then you see them like living in Utah and they're just like <laughs> sad and they're like, uh, <laughs> like, do you not even speak it anymore? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Um, I guess you would want to avoid that too. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, no, it was, inc- it was, it was, uh, it was incredible, you know, being able to go there and, um, and, you know, coming, yeah. Uh, just, and then was, you came back and you kind of dropped in back. Into oh and yeah. And yeah. Like the whole idea school. of like dropping everything is just like, I was prepared. BYU is certainly prepared for it. They know. They're certainly. Like, yeah. You know, they're like, Oh yeah, this yeah, is other part people of the deal. Think of it as like, it's, it's like, it's like when people freak out that I had my dad for an English teacher, they're like, Whoa, that must've been so crazy. You're like, oh, no, I mean, I, I knew it was coming. Like I made yeah. the decision to go to that high school and like, it was yeah. fun. And, um, because we all imagine ourselves in our current existence, suddenly everything's different 
and we're leaving opposed to like, no, this is like part of a plan that, you know, sort of participated in really early on. So yeah, dropping everything for two years. It's not like I had a lot to drop. Uh-huh. It was like my first year, my freshman year of college is almost a waste. Yeah. I just, just last week, earlier last week, uh, my good friend from my freshman year who I made friends with freshman year of college, it was in town. So we were reminiscing and we were talking about just how poorly we all did uh-huh. in, in our academics, yeah. our first year. And I'm sure that it is, how for a lot of college students, but for us, especially like already I had experienced in senior year, hanging out with girls right, and getting to know and having a little bit of a social, like awakening, I suppose. Yeah. And then you go to college, not only away from your parents, so you're on your yeah. own and that's when you're building your confidence and there's all these guys on our floor. We lived in the dorms yeah, and we, Dan and I were almost not rock stars, but like everybody liked us. They yeah. liked watching our videos. Yeah. We ended up making a two hour documentary Whoa. about dorm life, oh, essentially so our floor. And we, and it was crazy. And so everybody was, was into that. And we were just soaking up. We were, we loved everyone. We were like, there's people and there's like, and in college it's like, I don't know if they were the cool guys at school in high school or not. Doesn't matter. We're yeah, all yeah. kind of on the absolutely, same absolutely. level, it's like so a re- we're all just the restart having, button kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. And so, again, academically, there's nothing to drop. Uh, we're just yeah, let's go on yeah. missions, you know. Yeah, um, I can't believe how quickly this has gone by. I've got, I've moved into our mash game uh, that we're gonna play. I feel oh, like okay. I didn't warn you about this. No, Not to I say saw that, that it needs a lot of warning, but um, but did you ever play this or anyone else play? Okay, good. Although we played mash it. Oh. What is the... Op- you don't know Mashot? I th- what else? We called it Mashot, but it was Mashot. So it's O-T. mansion, apartment, shack, house, and then what is O-T? Outhouse and toilet. Oh, man. And I, I am remember- adding that immediately <laughs> just to yours. Although I, I love that thought- outhouse and toilet are separate. Wait, yeah. so you just live inside a toilet or yeah, you're you lucky and you toilet. get to live in the outhouse yeah, that just has what? a toilet? I always thought it was a little unfair. It's like, wait, what's the balance here? Mansion, great. Apartment, yeah. yeah. I mean, growing up... Uh, shack, no good. Yeah. You have like two really good options and one okay option. And then three. But then you have terrible. shack. I guess it's balance. Shack outhouse. No, toilet? this is all terrible, no, but balance. I'm adding it. It's I'm excited. I, oh, no, we loved it. The idea I'll never, I'll never do it again. It's just for you. Uh, so you never, you have the said. option of a shack already pretty bad. Yeah. An outhouse, which is just like, yeah. And then a toilet is just like, the toilet. I, then it's just pure hatred. It's like, eh, this although game if you were living you. in a toilet, wouldn't you be living in the outhouse? That's what I'm saying. No. I guess it's a, a toilet elsewhere. I've, this is the first time I've questioned that. <laughs> I just realized, wait, no, whoever decided that fate, no, we're ripping you know the what? roof off. You I'm only change. have the toilet. Here's what I'm going to do. Out, o is outhouse, but I think we should come up with a T that's different than toilet that's positive. Like what's a, like, well, like what's see, a T I'd word pa- that's like, oh, you'd be a teepee? Like a studio apartment. Yeah. But that's apartment, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, oh, you want a TP is the best I can do. How about a tent? TP? Like, like a tent. Ooh, like a, it's like the a, idea of living. Yeah. Like tent. Yeah. Meaning. Okay. You're living like in a, ooh, a, like a trailer slash tent. Okay. Like you're, you, on oh, yeah, tent. That's you're on the move. You're on the move. Uh, uh, yeah. you're not. RV trailer know, trailer and tent camper. I'm I, I I like that that's the beginning trailer of the nomadic tent, trailer tent TP 
That's yes, all yes. The teas. They all serve like that. that. Okay, good. Okay, I'm, I feel much one. better about some this. Some people, that's a positive. Toilet. Others yeah. that would not be so yeah. positive. For but, you, you could handle it. Oh yeah, you would know be that because awesome. this is, by the way, this is also your vacation home. This is not your permanent residence. Oh, it's this not. Is like your, for me, in the way I do it, this is going to be three places that you would want to have a vacation home if traveling to them were not a problem. So give me three. So I could have a shack that's an, a vacation home. Yeah. Oh, this is not where you live. Oh, this, this is, is your, your second version. home. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This second. is all cu- very oh, customized. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So three places in the world where you would have uh, a vacation home if getting there was not an Ooh. issue. And I it should. So yeah, I want to do all positives. Or I would say like so. mash rules, you always had to have a couple negatives. Remember? I don't. I. I like totally who are you going to marry? You always have to do the ones you have the crush on. I don't then, believe in it. Okay. For me, this is an outhouse. Is <laughs> but the, it created a little suspense when you gone. see them counting. It's up pass, to you. I leave it guy. up to you. You <laughs> okay. can if you want to give yourself a raspberry. No way, if, man. In everyone, yeah. Uh, okay, so apartment. Uh, I mean, a uh, vacation place. Japan is like my. I love yeah. Japan. That's my any playground. specific uh, city in Japan. Um. Uh, you know what? I would love, I don't know where, outside of Tokyo, like in, in the farm country. Mm-hmm, have okay. you seen, have you seen Totoro? Mm-mm. Okay. You know I what I'm think. talking about? That Miyazaki film. Yes. Um, that house that they live in is like a dream. Like that yeah. would be incredible. Amazing. Like that's, I always talk, my wife and I actually looked into it last year. Like we want to get a, like a homes away. Yeah. Like a bar house. But I was like, they don't really yeah. do that out in the rice fields, country, yeah, that's farm true. area. Yeah. They might. They might yeah. do. And we're looking. Believe yeah. me, we're looking. That's so, anyways, so cool. Okay. So yeah. So, so like, outside Tokyo in the kind of outside farm Tokyo, area. Farm. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I, we always like the idea of having like a vacation home in the San Juan Islands. Okay, great. So that's a little bit closer to home. That's yeah. up in Washington. Great. Um, and then if I had a third, I feel like someplace in, oh, like what's a really, I have not been able to go to a lot of places in Europe, but I feel like somewhere up in the Scandinavian countries oh, or, or yeah, maybe love Switzerland it. Love or it. all great choices. Some like up in the mountains there. Yeah. Want to do Switzerland? Yeah, maybe let's That's do Switzerland. That's good mountainous. Okay. Switzerland. I mean, it's I've, I've been to Germany and there's places there was just incredible. Yeah. Lake Geneva is like, this is the most beautiful place. How is this a thing? Yeah. Um, okay. Second category is three uh, movies that you can jump into whenever you want. Um, and you're not reliving the plot. You're just in that world. You're just hanging with those characters or being in that magical place or, and it doesn't have to be like Harry Potter, although certainly that's a popular answer. I would probably say that. Uh, but it can also, so you could, if you want to say like, yeah, yeah. If so you want to say like, that. I've had people say stuff like Goodfellas just because it's so in that steeped world. in, oh, um, no, that'd be, I think that's, I think yeah. they'd immediately regret that decision. Like, Oh, this right. is not good idea. But if you want the adventure knowing that you're yeah. invincible, yeah. You, yeah. nothing yeah. bad is going to happen to you. No, so you know, be, it's all about the world thing. and that's yeah. crazy asset. Cause I think about this all the time with like, I've, I already mentioned it and it's crazy cause I, I love Miyazaki films. So yeah. I think, um, I think the, the world and he creates, even though they're cartoons, he creates these worlds that yeah. are like incredible Kiki's delivery service. The town, it's a made up town. Yeah. It's kind of this weird European town. Like it'd be the most incredible place to live. Okay, so I'm gonna put awesome. Kiki's delivery service. Well, but so oh, I guess oh. live, but yeah, but like no, no, yes, let's or go. Do you with want that. me to just like me as well? But living in that world, yeah. yeah well, yeah. no, a lot of his other ones are different. Um, 
Well, then you could pick all Miyazaki films if you wanted to. No, no, no. I got I to gotta change it up because there's... Uh, what is the... Um, there's, I know there's some historical places uh, or time zones. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. we can also do a category that's time travel if you want to keep that separate. Like if you want it to be, you can travel to a different uh, time. Well, world, and, when and I think visit. of a world, oh, okay. There are, oh man, you know what? There's been so many times I wanted to like just be in the minds of Moria. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? That's uh, the... Um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was gonna say Lord of the Rings. Tell me that places it's the Lord in Middle of the Earth. Rings yeah, places in Middle Earth yeah. would be so incredible. Okay, to I'm gonna put Middle like. Earth overall, so you can still do the Shire and yeah, you, that covers the yeah. Do Middle yeah. Earth. That covers the Shire. Covers a lot of great places. Yeah, it does. It really Rivendell, does. It's kind of like cheating, Rivendell, but you got it. Amongst, yeah, hanging out amongst the uh, elves. Heck yeah. Um, uh, oh, and then. I think of like fantasy places or I yeah, think of like, I do too. That's where I, my mind goes for sure. <gasps> mm, I think of, um, places in like Coruscant. Cor- I, I think it's pronounced Coruscant, which is the capital city of the empire in, St- oh, yeah. in star Wars. Yeah, totally. Um, that would be pretty awesome. How do you write that? What's that? It's- Coruscant C O R like corset. Cor- no, cor- C-O-R-U-S-C-A-N-T. Oh, my God. It's like Coruscant. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not that much of a nerd. I guess I... Well, I thought that I kind of was, and I clearly am not. <laughs> um, okay, great. Okay, next category is... Uh, yeah, let's do alternate universe uh, wives, girlfriends, just, you know, uh, uh, whatever... What it could... It, it might be like, I wouldn't want to spend my life with this person, but, oh you know, gosh. a few days with. Jeez. And it could be from any time. It could be an actress, but it could also be a character <sighs> from something, too. An so. actress or anybody or... Ca- or oh, it could be like, make believe. Could, yeah, 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 exactly. It could, be, it could be a fictional person... Um, um, or it could be someone from history or it could be a super, you know, a celebrity, whatever. Yeah. But someone like, you mean like romantically kind of? Yeah. Oh, man. Don't we get in trouble? Oh, you know what? I guess every couple has their like, you know, you can have your. Um, uh, who? Let's see. Um, I'm thinking of. I'm tr- I'm trying to play it safe and think of um, no 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 characters. I was gonna say there are there are, I feel like there are rules that are more helpful like if you like if the 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 most dangerous ones I feel uh, <laughs> when I dangerous. because I'm she friends with a lot of couples who have both in the podcast I feel the most dangerous ones are current. Like if someone was like Mila Kunis, I feel that those are dangerous, <laughs> but I feel that like, you know, I knew you were having dreams about like, yeah, her. I feel like Meryl Streep in Kramer versus Kramer. Like that's I when you see. get into real, oh, ooh, real like safe that. territory because it's like, oh, this person isn't even a maybe alive anymore. Also, like it's a very specific person for like, a oh, my or it's like, oh, I had such a crush on so-and-so when I was younger. Yeah, I could, those are all that, maybe that's a safe, safe place. Territory. Like I could cover uh, Diane Franklin, who played oh, Monique. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. You Monique. were there when I experienced yeah. it. Yes. Monique. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. crazy. But, like, when better she... Off better Yeah, better off dead. Having Monique. a little French exchange student girlfriend. That's great. Um, That would have been amazing. Uh, Who else did I... Um. Oh, my gosh. I had a huge, like... Although she'd probably be a nightmare. But by the <laughs> but by the end of the movie, I always loved I loved cutting edge Moira Kelly's character. Oh my gosh, character. totally. Cutting edge. Oh, I loved Moira Kelly. And it helped. Edge. I was like, well, now it'd be great because I'm great, you know, well, I'm pretty good ice skater. Uh-huh. Not the best. 
Uh, I loved her too. I was like, yeah. she's so sassy. Yeah, like almost yeah. maybe a little too. It was too, very Tammy Lou True, I think, now that I look yeah. back. I'm like, oh, maybe that's what that was supposed to kind of yeah. be. Uh, that was a great one. Yeah. Um, who, uh, oh, man, you think you had so many. Um, mm, it's also hard to conjure them uh, at the spur of the moment, which is yeah, yeah. Kind of no, part but of you the think about like old game. school, there's... I'm trying to think of some of my favorite movies and so, Oh, you know what? Oh, man, I loved, there's something so cute and so sweet and so loving about Holly Hunter and oh, yeah. raising, raising. Arizona. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's like, great. <laughs> just, uh, what about I her in her. broadcast news when she, oh, she was saying, but like that her, like unplugging the phone and then having a cry yeah. every morning before like getting oh, on gosh, with her yeah. day. I remember being like, maybe that's how I'll be. My life will be complicated and I'll just need to like get my emotions out in the morning. Uh, amazing. Okay. This is uh, a category where in this mash universe we're building, uh, in, in, in our world that we live in now, there are foods that are not great for you because they're fattening or you're allergic yeah. to them. They too many calories or they're, you know, whatever it is, uh, in this mash alternate universe we're building, they are nutritious and you can have them in perpetuity at the snap of a finger, just Whoa. in endless supply. And it can okay. be as specific as a thing that's hard to get. Or it could be just like pizza. Yeah, yeah. Three. Uh, ice cream, for right? sure. Uh, ice cream all the way. I feel like just that covers everything. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, Little Debbie Swiss rolls. Oh, oh, great. Oh, my gosh. This is how the game is played. Well done. That, yeah, Little I feel Debbie's. so great Fantastic. when I can just spit something out. Fantastic. Um, and then I'm trying to think of something savory that's not as like... Um, uh, there is a... Um, I don't know if it's bad. Uh, let's see. Yes, you feel like maybe some kind of pizza. Or, uh, everybody does. Yeah, First ice- of all, there's nothing wrong with using pizza because it's the no, best. I know, but I don't feel like Was there something in Japan that was like ramen? Yeah, ramen, but I always ramen, felt ramen. like it was all good. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, there was uh, maba dofu was like my go-to dish that I discovered and since loved. Uh, but I don't feel like that would be, oh, ra- yeah, you know what? Really good ramen shop, like really good ramen ramen, yeah. not top ramen. Yeah. But that stuff is not yeah. that, it's not, it's not bad, it's not good for you. Not, but it's not got a lot all of the time. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be like, I know oh. I can eat it every day now. Yeah, all right, I'm but I would down. for sure okay. slurp that up. Okay, good. <laughs> forever. <laughs> okay, uh, next one is, let's do time travel. You said you had an interest in visiting some other time. So let's mm. do, uh, you're in a safety bubble, so nothing bad's going to happen to you. You can see <laughs> and experience any place in time, future, pe- uh, present, past, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know what? Oh, that's a, I, that, that could work as this. The, uh, um, I guess it's, uh, uh, the 1890th, what was the year? 1894, uh, Chicago world's oh, fair. I'm so right turn of the century, yeah. basically turn of the century. Um, I'm putting the Chicago world's fair. Yeah. Just which, like that really white, you see that, that time city? area, but that place, I want to see it too. I want to see it um, too. Oh. I would love, I love turn of the century stuff, just yeah. stuff in that time period. Yeah. Um, that would be one, a great one. I think it would be great uh, to time period. I think part of me, you know, I would love to go back to the 80s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as you know, it, it yeah. time period now, like seeing, yeah, I don't know. Just I think I would too. 80s would be incredible. And I think, I feel like, oh man. I'm going to give you the option of like, 
you could see Led Zeppelin at their height. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. went into, I was about to say, I was about to say, it was like maybe sixties and seventies. Yeah. Cause I used to be, well, and I still kind of am obsessed with the seventies. Yeah. And that used to be my go-to answer for the longest time. Yeah. But maybe it's so close to the eighties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see what like you're maybe saying. Maybe I'd say nineteen seventy six. Okay. Like right. year, like that replaces the eighties. And okay. then the other one I Got choose it. is like maybe the Roaring Twenties. Oh, or sure. The, like I love uh, like that flappery, essentially kind of, yeah. the Great Gatsby kind sure. of era. And um, sure. I don't know. I think there'd be some great. It was called the Roaring Twenties. I mean, that's pretty spectacular. Those periods in between the two wars, I think, were like. I mean, I guess if you had a time bubble, I mean, ultimately, yeah, going back, you think of a time period and a place, really anywhere, geez, from um, not so much the 1600s. That just seems drab and depressing. Uh But like the Renaissance, but or the something, se- well, or the maybe the Renaissance. Like thing. if you're saying in Europe, you're right. It's like a time period plus where, yeah, and yeah, obviously so many places in Europe during like the Renaissance. But even more so, I think, um, I think you know the frontier when mm-hmm. it was just being born mm-hmm. would be incredible to just kind of see. That would be awesome. Okay, so am I putting Frontier? Yeah. Like the, the American the Frontier. The new American Frontier. Um, did you watch any of those PBS, uh, uh, those like we make people go and live the way people used to have to oh, live no. shows? Okay, you should watch Frontier House. <laughs> um, in part, like, you'll change your mind. It, you'll, first of all, you will change your mind. Oh, for sure. But also, um, I was indoctrinated with so much uh, pioneer stuff as a, as a Mormon kid yeah. that um, I think I have, there's like leftover sort of like passion about that also. Yeah. Um, so I think there's part of that, but uh, they, they, there, there's like a few families that they send out. This is a PBS show um, where they send out these families to like, in some cases the house is built. One of them I think has to build their own home, but it's like they keep cows and they're learning how to bake and they have to live like they're in the frontier. Um, they did a whole sequence of those. They've done like, I think the one that's on now is like Victorian slum house. Um, but they've done like colony house, this kind of house, this kind of house, that, and, and I went through uh, a tear where I was, um, watching all of them, but I would kind of get tired of all of them (laughs) after a few episodes. I'd be like, I get it. it. Uh, (laughs) I stuck with frontier till the end. I was like, I'm a real Western girl. Like I'm a, such a frontier fan. Yeah. Kind of like when you think of little house on the prairie. Yeah. Like you should check it out check out frontier house i bet you would think i bet you would really like it um okay that's good oh crap i'm really keeping you here long okay uh next category is you wake up tomorrow with uh a it could be a talent a gift i'll even go as far as it could be supernatural uh that Mm. you've downloaded matrix style where you're just suddenly like i know kung fu three uh i've always wanted to be really good at a a musical instrument i think everybody says that but you know, is there one in particular? Or do you want me to say you know you're a musical genius? The, the realist part of me wanted to really get good at the the, the clarinet because I did play that in like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And then I gave that and the saxophone up right before going into high school because mm-hmm. I did not want to be in marching band. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I was pretty good at the saxophone. Uh-huh. I was in the jazz band and... And I, I saw some promise there musically. Yeah. I always played piano and I could never pick up the piano, but like the woodwind uh-huh. I was able to pick up That's and like, start. So I, I, so to this day, yeah, 
you know, I'd love to be really good at the one thing that I feel like not everybody is like into. So the clarinet. I love it. If I could be a master clarinet, great clarinetist. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I think that sounds very right. Um, clarinetist. That skill would be incredible. Uh, I always really, you know, another some kind of physical sport. Uh, I think it'd be awesome to be like, you know, those high octane, high octane, extreme sport like uh, those. I think uh, if I was really good and knew resource wise, but knew how to do it safely is like the sky suit dudes. Oh, like yeah, go totally. I knew like you were that. I sailing by yeah. the mountains yeah. and just narrowly yeah. escaping death every yeah, moment huge. of their life. Absolutely. Um, that and I get I don't know if that fits in with like extreme like snowboarding down like or skiing down like giant mountains. So yeah, extreme sports more like par- like uh yeah, parasite. like squirrel no, suiting. Not parasite. Yeah, squirrel That's suiting. That's kind of what I was thinking. That would be incredible. Uh man, I almost want to say that should maybe that just re- is replaced by my deepest as early as I can remember, desire of all time and to this day, the ability to fly. Yeah, like I would great. fly. So I almost feel like that replaces that. Okay, I got it. Fly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, in, you know, without a doubt. Everybody talks about the invisibility or flying. Right. It's like, I don't you care what fly. you say. Yeah. yeah, invisibility, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> flying. Flying. Yeah. Um, and then. And then the sad part that we all wish we could is to be able to have basically have chronovision. Mm-hmm. Look back mm-hmm. in any point in time in your life, or I guess anybody's life, really back in time and yeah. pinpoint certain moments like yeah. what happened then. Yeah. And then look back and it's like, you know, when you're in an argument, that's not oh. how it happened. That's not <laughs> how happened. it happened. Well, I can I use it someone. to go back and check this out. This happened. Yeah. See? Yeah. Great. That would as be incredible. We could reveal the truth on so many well, things. Well, that's certainly true. That no, not not true. for revenge. I would no. I'm just. I honestly you. would probably use it like the other category, just going back in time and just seeing yeah, stuff, checking it out. But no, uh, fair enough. Fair but enough. seeing how it really was. Yeah. No. Yeah. What really happened? Yeah. Let's take a look, shall we? Yeah. That was a Black Mirror episode. Um. But it was, of course, depressing because that course. everything in that everything is. In that show. Um, uh, okay, next category is three. Let's do three. It's not really that they're pets, but it is like a fantasy, sci-fi sort of fictional creature that um, I won't reduce by saying they're your pet, but like three that like magical creatures that you hang out with. That you could be either your pet or your buddy yeah. or place in charge and you could stable one of them. Exactly. Not have to take care of the hippogriff droppings. Exactly. Um, exactly. Ooh. Uh, well, I mean, I am a child of the 80s. Falcor was like, you know. Yeah, 100%. You know. Just everybody wanted their luck dragon. They really did. Who would, I guess he didn't grant wishes, but he was lucky. And that was as good as to get back on all the boys and all the kids. That's right. Absolutely. Um, And it's flying once again. Yep. Almost like any kind of flying creature. Um, What? Let's see. What else would be an awesome little, um, I think like some kind of uh, wolf or, oh, you know, if I had to choose like a little like a fuzzy buddy, one mm-hmm. that's not going to be scared, but like a little fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some great. kind of like um, great. fox. Great, I love a fox. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm dropping it for my son. He'd be like, oh, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, they've been talking like they want a fox so bad as yeah. a pet. And I'm like, they're starting to I want domesticate a raccoon them. so bad as a pet. It's so funny. Well, you got to so clean bad. that sucker up. Of course, you got It's gotta, never going to work out. 
I don't think they that domesticate. Do people have pet raccoons? That little guy do. would take apart everything yeah. in this house and destroy but everything. Fox, I hear, is like a, adorable hands. A perfect blend between a cat and a dog. Yeah. I love foxes. So maybe like maybe a little fox for realism. Great. Luck dragon for you know all the big stuff, uh-huh. and then, um, uh, maybe um, I'm trying to think of another maybe a fantasy creature, uh, like a. Well, I don't know if they'd be a pet. They'd be like smart, like a, a little. Remember that old cartoon, The Littles? Yeah. And like just someone just little, little who I could like just a little buddy <laughs> and talk to and just but they'd be super useful and they'd yeah. help me out. and I wouldn't be using them. Yeah. It's all them wanting to help me out. Right, right, right. Like, hey, can you go through that little uh-huh. keyhole? <laughs> hey, yeah. can you make me a little breakfast? Uh-huh. Like, Thank you. Uh remember Midge in uh and Pee Wee's uh Big Top Pee Wee? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Midge. Um, yeah. Gosh, I haven't seen Big Top Pee Wee in a long time. Okay. Um uh, all right, and then final category for you. Maybe like three things that you wish, like in this world, you can almost like claim responsibility for. Like, oh, that movie? Actually, that was my movie. Did you not know that? Well, like so things funny. you love that you get to kind of uh, I do that take. so much with songs. Like okay, music. there you go. I always had like three songs. Fantasies. You're like, why isn't that? Why didn't I write that? Sometimes movies, but I I felt like I had fantasies as a kid. Like I was even as young, like you know, high school. I was like, I'm the go to like song doctor who comes in and like puts a spin on this song. Like, uh-huh. oh, this is a good band, but their best song I came uh-huh. in and I helped create that. Okay. Um, yeah. So it can be it can be all songs, or it can be all it could be oh, any man. like there it was, could uh, be like I wish so I'd... many Led Zeppelin songs I wanted to claim. Like, I love this. Uh, I'm so glad I picked this as the, your last category. I mean. Really, I did. I this is the first time I remember thinking it was kind of funny, like having dreams that I was the guy who was doing the insane guitar solo at the end of Stairway to Heaven. Right. It sounds very cliche, but that guitar solo. Yeah. There's like, a reason that it's beloved, you know? That I was up there and just, oh. Yeah. I can't tell you how <laughs> many times right I now, pretended guys. I was there up there yeah. on the stage. just like. Great, um, great. So there's that. Um there is probably, um, I wish I was like, oh man, I think so much of what, you know, Chromio is a band that does, they're just that total throwback to the 70s, 80s, yeah. both soft and great funk yep, pop. Yep. And there's, you know, a, I think just being responsible if I was originally part of that too. Was, okay, you know, great. Like if me and a buddy were like, dude, we're getting out and making that music. Yeah, great. That would be awesome. Great. Um, and then, uh, um, oh man, it's so funny. This is the kind of stuff that you kind of, people think about. And yeah. I got to log this stuff down. I know. I know. It's funny. I, there's, I, every once in a while I do this category. I don't think I do it too often. Um, and I, sometimes daydream like you know as i'm waiting for you to think i'm like what would i say because i am really bad at this game also um not to say you are i mean like i am consistently not the person who should be asked those things but i'm good at asking um but just now i thought like i wonder like i was trying to think outside the box and i thought oh maybe like to be like if i could have been like an imagineer and i could be like oh do you like pirates of the caribbean i designed that ride oh yeah that all of a sudden hit me it's like a thing big yeah um 
But I just go to like, if I had been responsible for making uh, like Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And it's not that it's my favorite movie, yeah. but still being the be, iconic, the iconic. Like I tell yeah. people that is probably, probably if you took a poll of every single film ever created, probably the most beloved film in that. I don't think you'll find many people who hate it. Right. I agree with that. And people and like tons of people have seen it. And most people, everybody's probably seen Godfather, but not everybody's it's. Most people will feel like, well, I have to say I like it. Right, right. And they most likely will, but it's not for kids. Right, and it's right. Not, it's not a crowd pleaser. Every, it's not well, necessarily it's not, like. Mean, and it's incredible. And there's so many great films out there. But that is one. I don't think you'll meet a lot of people who will say they disliked Agreed. Back to the Future. I think that's a great you theory. Have that kind of a universal, universally loved yeah. thing. That's a great. I think that's yeah. a great one. Okay, now I'm just gonna do those little, you know, little squiggles, yep, hash yep. marks, whatever. So you just tell me when to stop, and then I'll know what my eeny meeny miny mo number is. Uh, tell, tell me when me. you start. I'm starting now. Okay, stop. Wow. Yeah, guys. I love to throw Unprecedented. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna pause this. I'm gonna do my calculating. I'm gonna come back with your 100% guaranteed okay. fictitious mash future. <laughs> You're right. I, I I enjoyed this. I enjoy being told the story of what you end up with uh, if you have to have that much bad stuff and all the sort of gasping that would happen. But I'm also um, really glad that I don't do that because this is just all positive all the time. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? <clears throat> yeah. That really was so. It was it was so fast. I almost was afraid I was doing it wrong. Oh, because of that. Yeah, because so it was such a no, no. It's yeah. good. Listen, <laughs> this is great. Um, I think it paid off for you. I hope you feel the same way. Oh. Um, with I've, only positives, it can only. I know pay off it really great. is, and 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 not only that, but let me just be the first to tell you, and the only one to tell you. <laughs> oh, the first it may happen again. That you ended up with a mansion. Yes. In Switzerland. Oh my gosh! You lucky dog. A mansion in man. Oh. I don't want to tell this to my wife. She's going to be like so like, yes. There yeah. you go. That's a great idea. Let's I go. Know. Let's go get a mansion in Switzerland. How yeah. hard can it be? You have two means of uh, uh, of getting there, of puttering around while you're there. Uh, I want you to know that you can fly yes. through those Alps and anywhere oh, else you so fl- like. Oh my gosh, this is the best place. Guess who's flying right beside you? Falcor. Falcor? Yeah. Need, a, need a little you... break? Take a nap on his back. Oh my Continue gosh, flying. Right. That's right. Yeah. I, like he'll show me wh- like the ropes. Oh yeah. He'll be I'm like, tired. oh my gosh, you haven't flown to the sea caves of. You're right. And yeah. when I'm tired, I can get on his yeah. back. And, oh my gosh. This is going to be great. Okay. So Falcor, Switzerland, mansion, flight. So far, a very European existence. A hundred percent. Now, Falcor, that's here's all. where we break that off. You're uh-huh. going to be very hungry. I want you to know that uh, in all this excessive flying that you're doing, you can replenish on Lil Debbie's. <laughs> now, wait, wait. Was that all I get to eat? No. Oh, that's okay. just but as I much as you want. Of, as Yeah, as yeah. much as you want in perpetuity. Lil Debbie's, uh, Swiss Non-stop. rolls. Again, oh, yeah, you're what's right. with the it Switzerland is Swiss. thing? I thought of that as very American, yeah. but you're right. It's incredibly Swiss. Well, Little Debbie's, I think, are very American. But How about this American? Yeah. How about this America? How about you travel back to the white city of Chicago <gasps> yes. at the World's Fair? Yes. If you can stop that horrible murdering madman yeah. from yeah. Uh, yeah. hurting people, H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah. H.H. Holmes? Yeah, H.H. Holmes. Um... Uh, I want you to rest assured that if you need a break from all of these perfect worlds that we have uh, given you, you can also go into and hang out 
in all of the areas of Middle Earth. <laughs> you lucky okay. jerk. Can Falcor uh, come with me? Can you? It's just can a Falcor? bubble for one. Um, you know what? I'll well, tell I can't you wait can to find out you. who my uh, yeah, girlfriend's I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you who you can. Other. You can travel. Let's assume that you can travel to Middle Earth with your significant other and do all these other okay. things. Um, I, I'm the only thing I'm worried about is you are going to be really busy because I know you and your friend are Chromio. So oh, I just okay. want to make sure you have all time right. to still okay. record your music with yeah. all of this that's going on. But I'm sure all this will be very inspiring to you. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to take a, a break from all that and head into Middle Earth with Monique from Better Off Dead, yes! easily I the, for- I mean, the most like together, least emotional, <laughs> least uh, sassy, <laughs> oh, that's that's the most true. adorable, like probably the best choice, like probably <laughs> the, the person other you actually are, want to go the with. The other two are probably like wrecks. Yeah. And like... <laughs> But Monique, Monique we're going to be in Switzerland close to her hometown. That's true. People speak French in Switzerland. Go. There's no doubt about and it. And she's a skier. Oh my <laughs> gosh. We can ski the Alps. That's so good. She's this an excellent perfect. skier. She can, uh, I think she can ski the K-12. But unfortunately, she can't fly like I can. So it's like, Monique, she's check out this jump. <laughs> yeah. And I just take off flying. Well, Falcor. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You hop, hop on. Right oh, on there you go. Yeah. You hop on Falcor. So I'll fly fine. next to you. It's still fine. Yeah. John, that is the conclusion of our podcast, oh with God. the exception of one final thing yeah. that I also didn't worry warn you about, which is because this is the Boys of Summer series, hmm. I need to ask you to sing a snippet of Don Henley's Boys of Summer. Uh, anything that you can just remember off the top of your head is qualifies. Or After you can... the... <laughs> that was a good start. And then, oh man, I don't know the words. I was like, got a uh, uh, deadhead, <laughs> saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. I found him down, so will never look back. Don't never look back. Well, it's empty days. <laughs> what I'm afraid of, I can't see you. Birds keep shining in the sun. It got the hair pulled down back. And also, oh, oh man, holy crap, the words. <sighs> I can't tell you my love for you might still be strong after, after the boys of, of summer have gone. gone. I do love that song, though. I'm glad. But I'm glad. Oh I think you did overwhelmingly well. I'm glad I didn't choose that for like the song I'm responsible yeah. for. <laughs> Like that is not the word. You can rewrite all of those lyrics. <laughs> um, thank you so much for doing thank the podcast. You. Where can people find you? What do you want people to know about? Uh... Oh, well, I mean, I do have Twitter. I never use. I'm on mm-hmm. Instagram. I use that more often. Okay. At, at Heater John for both of them. Okay. At Heater um, John. No underscore or anything. Just no underscore. Name. Great. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean. You can see, uh, you can hear me on lots of random stuff. My nice. favorite pickle and peanut is uh, a show I do on Disney Channel. Oh, it's nice. like one of the best things I've ever done. Pickle I and Peanut. It. How can it not be great? It is. Those it's are two so words I love. so much fun. I've never had more fun like doing That's great. Besides doing a bit on Cora. There um, it is. And uh, yeah, you can hear me there. And then I've got a movie coming out in uh, the fall called The Tiger Hunter. Nice. Um, the great like Indian film. Uh and I'm like the only white guy and it's great. That's awesome. Um, oh my gosh. I'm excited. And then there was an, Oh, uh, I think that's it for other like indie films. Is there another, I always feel like there's a couple floating out there that haven't been. Yeah. Cause it takes yet. so long to get turned yeah, around yeah, some yeah. of those. We shot this like 
back in 2014. There you go. Now getting, but it's a great, it's a great film. Uh, so check that out okay. in theaters coming this fall. Okay. So all right, guys, know. keep your eyes and ears open. The Tiger Hunter, um, and uh, I will talk to you next time on the podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.